Coming up on today's Locked On NBA, we rank the playoff teams in order of which ones have the best chance of making the finals. Then we rank the players we most trust in the first round. Then there's sure to be a few surprises. Also, we'll get to uh, our favorite storylines from the first round. It is a rankings bonanza on today's Locked On NBA. You are Locked On NBA, your daily NBA podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, welcome to Locked On NBA, your daily podcast on the NBA. However you may be tuning in on YouTube, Odyssey, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for making Locked On NBA your first listen every day. I'm Wes Goldberg here with Adam Matas. We'll get to our playoff player power rankings and the most exciting matchups of the first round in a bit. But first, I thought we could do... um, some rankings of the playoff teams we think have the best chance of getting to the finals. Adam, yeah. what do you think about doing this draft style? Ooh, I, I'm down. I'm down yeah? to do it. Because you have your big board ready? I've got my big board. I've got my scout. Um, I think, though, for the sake of making this work, we should combine Clippers, Pelicans, and Hawks, Cavs into one team. Okay, so the the... Clelicans and <laughs> whatever it has to be. Not and not what I was about to say. Just, yeah. just the cannon fodder of the eight seed, whatever it is. Okay. Um fair. That's fine. But not like actually like hypothetically putting like Paul George on the Pelicans, right? <laughs> right. Because that would actually, be pretty good. That's a pretty good team. We bring Kawhi back. We got Zion. Like, oh my God, this team's incredible. Could you imagine Paul George, Kawhi, and Herb Jones on the perimeter? Nobody's <laughs> scoring on that team. <laughs> um, all right. Well, uh, since I came up with Making it a draft, like kind of on the spot. You get the first mm. pick. I'll let you go ahead. I think this oh, one's pretty man, easy. Oh man, that was so kind of you. This is the easiest first pick in the, in the world for me. It's got to be the Phoenix Suns. Mm. In addition to being the best team in the NBA in the regular season, and I suspect will be the best team throughout the, the postseason, uh, they also have just an easy path, and or an yeah. easier path, I should say. You're looking at a four-five. Utah is ready to fight each other. Dallas doesn't have Luca fully healthy, so they have a pretty easy road to the conference finals relative yeah. to other teams. Yep. Can't knock it. Phoenix, best team in the league, has been all season. And like you said, they're going to get one. Of, that Dallas-Utah series feels like it could go seven games, especially if Luka might not be available and then kind of comes right. back. And like then you got those two teams beating up each other. Um, yeah, Phoenix, number one, easily. I'll go Milwaukee, number two. Um, let's just take the finals teams from last year. Um, you know, I, I don't think Milwaukee has the easiest path. I actually think they have a pretty tough path, but they still have Giannis, who's awesome. Yeah. They still have Chris Middleton. They still have Drew Holiday. Brooke Lopez is back and looking more like Brooke Lopez. They've got that championship swagger. It's Giannis. I'm just not thinking that too hard about it. I could have made it interesting and gone with some other off-the-board team, but I'm I'm just going Milwaukee here. And they have a pretty, I don't want to say a gimme, but they have one of the easier first-round matchups. It does get really hard the rest of the way after that, but when you talk about a team like Milwaukee that is one last year, they didn't need to prove anything in the regular season. And this series might provide the like playoff gap where it's like, mm-hmm. we're going from regular season to where things get really tough. We get one game to kind of get our minds in that zone. So I like it. That's what, that would have been my pick for sure. They were second on my board. Number three, I can't believe I'm going with a little bit of a sleeper pick, although you might not think it. The number one seeded Miami Heat. Ooh. And I'm, go. Taking, I'm taking them in part because I just think they're on the easier side of the bracket. Yes. Overall, both being in the East where they're not going to face the juggernaut uh, Phoenix Suns and maybe the Warriors and Memphis News teams, but also like they have the play in Hawks or Cleveland. Come on, you should be able to. I think yep. you should be able to win that one. And Philly and Toronto 
I don't. I think they're the lesser of the team that'll be in the semifinals yeah. uh, in the conference. So I think they have a slightly easier path. I think they have the easiest path in the NBA between be. both conferences. Um, you know, not not anything against Philly or Toronto, but like considering what the other option was, that they're only to, in order to get to the NBA Finals, the Heat are only going to have to play one of Milwaukee, Boston, or Brooklyn, right? In the Eastern Conference Finals, potentially, like that's. It doesn't really get easier than that, I don't yeah. think. Uh, not to say that they're a shoe-in to get to the finals, but just in terms of their potential path. Um, yeah, I'm with you. Miami, number three. I've got Boston, number four. Um, mm, their path is difficult. They got Brooklyn on the first draw. But if you're going to play Brooklyn, I kind of think this is the time. I know that Ben Simmons stuff is out there. I'll believe that he's going to play when I see him on the court. Um, not in lambskin, but like in, in a basketball <laughs> uniform. And I... If you're going to get Brooklyn, now's the time. You know, like, I I know that we're all scared of Kevin Durant and Kyrie, and I get it, but they barely beat Cleveland in that play-in game, despite KD and Kyrie just going, you know, right. bonkers and, and yep. shooting, like, 90% or whatever it was combined. Um, it's just not a complete team. They got two dudes that scare you, but they don't have anybody else, and I, I think Boston is just really good. There's 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 some scuttle that Robert Williams could come back by the time by, by the first round, and if he's there... Then I don't know. I just I like Boston there. I like Milwaukee it. in the second round is the part that makes that so tough. No. Um, and we talk about the road to the finals, but the Boston's really good. I mean, I'm curious. They were they were as good as the Phoenix Suns for about six weeks before yeah. Robert Williams got hurt. So maybe they regained some of that. My next one, Celtics. By the way, I think we're a couple spots down. So I get my top Ooh. choice here, which is the Phoenix. Uh, I'm sorry, Philadelphia 76ers. Yep. I'm going to take them. I just said Miami. You said Miami has an easiest path. Miami, Philly, Toronto, to me, are all in the same tier, same caliber of team. So Miami only has to play, you know, beat one of those teams. Philadelphia and Toronto are going to have to beat two of them. But I still think that that side of the bracket is just the weakest. And if Toronto, if Philly makes it out of the first round, I kind of give them even odds against Miami. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I'm going to take them next. That's fair. Um, I could disagree with you about the even odds, but that's not what this podcast is about. <laughs> Uh, I can't believe they're still on the board. I'm going Memphis. I'm going yeah. Memphis. Uh, I love the draw against Minnesota, which we'll get to a little bit later just in terms of uh, yeah. entertainment value. But um, not a bad side of the bracket either. I know that the Warriors right. are there, but I just call me when Steph is playing. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know about them. I, I And yeah. even when you do get that Warriors draw potentially in that second round, like Memphis has kind of had their number pretty quietly the last couple of years. They beat them. In the play-in game last year, they are what is it? Two, uh, one in. They're three and one against them this season with a, a plus seven game, point though. differential. And yeah, yeah. So and and they're just really really good. They're really really good. And uh, getting them here at whatever pick this is fifth, yeah. uh, that's just good value. I have a hard time seeing them beating the Suns, Sixth. which is what it would take to get out of the West. And then do I would I pick them against the Warriors? I don't know. I, I mean, we have to see what the Warriors actually look like. So that's why they were a little bit lower on my board. Even though I think Grizzlies are like a top four team, I just think yeah. they have a little bit of a tougher, tougher route. It was a value play. Yeah, it's a value play. I can't believe I'm taking this one because I actually don't believe in them. But they're just I'm just going in order here. I can't break my board. I'm taking Toronto. So I have huh. the entire I have the entire uh, Eastern Conference top four quadrant here. I've got Miami 76ers in Toronto. As long as it's not the Hawks or, or uh, Cavs, I have a good chance at making it to the, the conference final. This is what we call a hedge. This is a terrible <laughs> hedge. This is what we call a hedge. Uh, yeah, take Toronto, man. Uh, well, I'm, I'm staying true to my board. I took Boston 
earlier because I like the draw that they're getting. If you're going to play Brooklyn, I think the time to play them is in the first round. That said, I'm taking Brooklyn here. A little yeah. bit more of a value play again, but uh, my thing is it's almost like uh, picking a, a Cinderella team in March Madness, right? Like if you pick them to kind of beat like a, a two seed or a three seed and just like, all right, yeah. you might as well just pick them to go all the way and just see how far they go. And that's kind of what I'm doing with Brooklyn now. Like if they beat Boston, then, you know, we saw them play Milwaukee close at the end of the regular season, obviously in the playoffs last year. I think there's some confidence there. I think there's some matchups that favor them um, in a potential series with Milwaukee. And so I'm thinking like, all right, like in terms of value, what's left on the board, I'm getting Kevin Durant. I'm getting Kyrie Irving. If they right. make it through the first round, they got a great chance to go all the way, right? Like so, um, or or a, a pretty good chance considering what else is left. Uh, we so just haven't seen here. them. They're like the Warriors, where we like, we haven't yeah. seen their like fully like form team until a week ago. So now we're all just kind of like, what could they get hot and start rolling? Sure, it's a variance play, right? Like all the yeah. all the really dominant teams are already off the board. So I love oh. that I have the entire top half of the Eastern Conference bracket, <laughs> and you have the bottom. You have Milwaukee, Boston, Brooklyn. So. I do. Um, we, we kind of dominated, <laughs> we kind of bet against ourselves a little bit here. Did. Uh, I'm going to take the warriors next. Here's the crazy yeah. thing that keeps jumping out at me. Steph, Clay, Draymond have played 11 minutes this season. They yeah. played 11 minutes in three years. Does it take them a little time to get that mojo back? Probably. Can they get past Denver if they don't have it? Maybe, probably. So yeah. I just think that this is a team that is a sleeping giant in terms of their upside. They might actually have the number one upside of every team in the playoffs, including Phoenix. We just haven't seen it for more than little, little stints here and there. So yeah. the Warriors, to me, are um, a sneaky, great value pick uh, to get out of the West. Yeah, this is where I had the Warriors on my board, too. Um, had Brooklyn not been on the board, I probably would have gone with Golden State. I, for all the reasons you said, I just something doesn't feel right about that team. It, it's just one injury after another. I know that when Steph comes right. back, everybody's like, well, they got a great chance. And I'm like, all right, like Steph coming back solves a lot of problems. That's the beauty of having <laughs> yeah. Steph Curry, but it doesn't solve all of their problems. They still have a size issue, which is a big thing for me. Uh, and I think will be a big thing no matter who they play, whether like they still have to get through Memphis and Phoenix to get to the finals. That is a tough draw that for the Warriors um, and Denver. Like that's not, that's not a slouch of a team in the first round either. Um, Can we overstate the draw because last year uh, the Bucks had the toughest road to the finals, and it might have actually made them better. It might have been one of those things where they had to lock in every game. Yeah, I think that that, that like if you're good enough, that certainly be the case. You know, Fe Phoenix last year was the opposite, right? They catch the Lakers when they're shorthanded. They yeah. sweep Denver shorthanded. They get the Clippers shorthanded, and then all of a sudden you run into a, a a team that's your equal. I don't even think the Bucks were better than them last year; just their equal. And maybe that was the difference in the series. They just yeah. weren't quite sharp at that point. I mean, I Milwaukee know. got the Hawks in the conference finals, but they did get the Nets yeah. in that second round. That was obviously the the set. Right. Like maybe you, you don't need like three series to get you ready, but I think you need one to get you just locked in and ready to go. Maybe it was, I, you know what? I love this theory because it was first round. Was it Miami last year? Yeah, it was, right? Mm -hmm. Miami. And that was, yeah. by the way, even though it ended up being an easy series, it was a mental hurdle for them to go over. And that was a good yes. team. So you have like two back-to-back -back first, second round tough Third round, it'll take a little bit of an easy, relax, regroup, and then you had a great finals. Maybe that's the rule. Not four great series, but a couple tough ones, an easy one, and then yeah. the finals. Um, all right, let's breeze through the rest of them because I don't think they're as interesting. But um, I've got – it's my pick, right? Yeah. So. yeah. I'll take Dallas. I know the Luka yes. stuff is weird, uh, but if he's there, it's Luka Doncic. He's probably the best – no, I was going to say he's the best player left on the board. He's not. Um, but – uh, I like Dallas's chances. I really like them sort of as a sleeper before the Lucas stuff, the calf injury. 
Um, so I'll just take him here. I'm going to take the best player left on the board and maybe the best player that'll be in the playoffs, Nikola Jokic and the there Nuggets. Is. Now, they're probably not going to get past the Warriors. And if they do, probably not past the, the Grizzlies. But Jamal Murray, still not listed mm. out for the season. Michael Porter, still not listed out for the season. You just never know. You get a mm. lucky break. Maybe the Warriors aren't ready. Maybe Denver gets rolling. Probably not, but I'll take them this late. I'll take the Clippers slash Pelicans, but like kind of just thinking about the Clippers here. Uh, if Kawhi comes back, <laughs> a hilarious pick. Reports of him doing three on three now. I don't know. Like, it wouldn't surprise you if Kawhi was just playing tomorrow. Yeah, it like, would. I mean, it would. It would be surprising, but it would. Like, or if he was like back by the second round. Like, part of me just wonders. Like, you know, Kawhi doesn't really like playing regular season games. Maybe he's just been sandbagging this whole time. Maybe this has yeah. just been a bluff. And he's like, you know what? Call me when the playoffs start. I'll get ready. Paul George, you get in there a little early. Make sure that we're actually a playoff team. Win these play-in games for me, and then I'll I'll, I'll be back by the playoffs. Don't worry. Um, I've got the Clippers here just because of the variance fact. Like, of all I the love- other teams left, I think they're the only one that has, like, some sort of reasonable yeah. percentage chance of winning the final, get, getting to the finals. You're probably right. I just think it's funny that you skipped right over the Utah Jazz, as everybody always does. <laughs> Nobody ever buys the Jazz. They Don't fire us, David Luck. Look. They have a tune-up, maybe. If Luca's not playing, that could become yes. a tune-up series. You start yeah. rolling. I don't know. I'm not buying it, but I'll take them. Yep, I would have gone the same way. I'll go Toronto. Oh, wait. No, you took Toronto. I took Toronto. I'll go, I'll go, uh, Wolves I'll go Minnesota. I'll go Minnesota. Okay. Yeah, that's the right pick. I mean, Ant-Man. None of these teams are doing it. Yeah, Ant-Man. There you go. There's your, your thing. Ant-Man levels up quite a bit. Yep. Um, Geez, this is tough. I'm going to take Hawks Cavs. <laughs> Bulls are going to be the last team on the board. They're the team that I think is a no-hoper. I got the Bulls. I mean, they get the Milwaukee draw. Like, part of it is almost like, um, you know, everybody's basically picking Milwaukee to sweep Chicago. And then you've got, I'm just waiting for somebody to be like, you know what? The Bulls are a tricky matchup for the Bucks. Don't sleep on the Bulls. And I kind of like wanted to make that take. I wanted to come in here like on fire with that hot take. But I was like, you know what? I just can't, I can't find it. There's nothing here. That was, nothing that you're really overthinking things if you get to Bulls over over Bucks. No, uh, yeah, Chicago or Bulls, man, or Bulls. or Bulls. All right, coming up. If we could choose any player to help us get to a championship, who would we pick? Um, we'll choose our top guys next, and I'm sure there will be some surprises. But first, let's talk about our friends at Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your sports betting stats and information. Find all of the latest sports developments, league reviews, news, uh, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of Major League Baseball. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sport wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. And let's just take a look at the odds today. Atlanta, three-point favorite against the Cavs in tonight's playing game, final playing game. I love the Hawks there. Um, they are 3-1 and one against the Cavs all season. They are outscoring them by like seven or eight points in total. All year, the Cavs are a little hobbled. Doesn't sound like Jared Allen's going to be back. Give me Atlanta. Give me Trey Young. Give me that experience three uh, with a three-point uh, uh, favorite there. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. Bet online where the game starts. Thank you for making Locked On NBA your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast, nightly recaps of every NBA game with the analysis of our local experts. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. All right, we did the teams. Let's get to the players. I think this is going to look a lot different. I think this exercise was a lot harder, Adam. Um, well, 
I'm going to take the number one pick because you got the number one pick for the teams. See how I rigged this? Are we draft that we're drafting again? Do you want to draft? I think we can. Yeah, that works. That works. All right, let's do a draft. All right, I'm taking Giannis. For so all, just was, yeah. we're just going to continue just banging on the Bulls here. Yeah, no, just, for real. This was the like player that's going to we anticipate will have the most dominant first round. First because, round. Yeah, because and so this is matchup dependent. And yeah, like come on, Giannis, he should absolutely own the Bulls. Um, in his four games against them in the first round. Who do, so, who do we think guards Giannis? I mean, it, it's going to be a mix. I could see them just like, they're like, hey, Patrick Williams, sorry, yeah, buddy. Like, right? Oof. Yeah, it's going to be tough. It's a tough. I, that series, I think, will be fast. Um, it's hard when you get past that because there is, is a question mark after every single person. I'm going to take Kevin Durant yeah. in part because I just think his ceiling as a player, like in, in terms of dominating or, you know, dominating his role is, is probably the highest, but he has a super tough matchup. I mean, that defense in Boston is legit. Um, number one defense in the NBA. I'm still going to take KD, even though I don't know if he's going to win the series for them, but I think he is going to put up some pretty impressive numbers. Yeah. I mean, it, it's what everybody says, right? Like there's no, you know, stopping KD. You just hope to make it difficult for him. He's going to put up like 35 points a game in this series, right? It's just whether or not it's hard or, or, or easy for him. Uh, and he's going to need to. I'm with you. I would have taken KD. I just think at some point you just don't overthink it. He's maybe yeah. the best player on the planet. Like, that's fine. Um, also, I know Boston's defense is awesome. And I'm not saying it's not. But if there were going to be an offensive player that could exploit Boston switching everything defense all the right. time, like KD and Kyrie, I know we're not talking about Kyrie right now, but like Kevin Durant, like, again, Boston could overswitch in this series. And that could be something that uh, Durant and Kyrie take advantage of. Just saying. Um, all right. I hate to do this to you, man. I'm taking your guy. I'm taking oh, Jokic here. I'm no. taking Jokic here. I oh, love the Warriors no. matchup for him. I know that every Warriors fan right now is screaming at me. Kevon Looney's done a good job against him this year. And whatever, man. I don't care. Like, it's first of all, it's Nikola Jokic who's going to win the People are saying Kevon Looney has done a good job against Jokic. Warriors fans have been saying that. They've all <laughs> said, hey, we're going to, hey, when push comes to stuff, we got Draymond to put on him. I was like, all right, yeah, cool. Yeah. Good luck doing that for seven games. I think like, Draymond, the Draymond Jokic matchup is going to be very fast. I'm doing some film yeah. on it right now. And those two guys, it's very interesting. And it's going to be interesting um, yeah. how they match up. But Looney, come on. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked at that one. Yeah. And when they've got, when they've had Draymond on Jokic, they've been really uh, comfortable during the regular season and like mostly last season because Draymond wasn't available, available for most of their games this year but uh just like cool just having them like just guard them one-on-one -on -one and basically try to guard everybody else the other shooters for denver but i don't know i just this version of Jokic is even better than last versions of Jokic and last season's version of Jokic. and i just like i don't know man i, I love that matchup for like i'm i'm not sleeping on denver in this series yeah. i'm just not i I, yeah. I just think it's a really tough matchup for the warriors the funny so. thing is if you go back and look at the times over the last two seasons as you mentioned Jokic and draymond did not play in the same game at all this season um so you have to go back to last season and if you look at it you know denver the key players in those matchups were Mulder, uh shaq harrison faku like guys that are not just not even gonna play or not on the right. team anymore so you look at it and you're like i have no idea how to read that specific matchup because we haven't really seen it since 2019 yeah uh your pick who i mean you were taking all my favorite players Giannis and Jokic. i'm taking all my least favorite but i have to take jason tatum um because yeah. yep. he's one of the best players in the first round anyway but then he's going up against an absolute joke of a defense he should be able to score at will he's on fire i got yeah. him you're not putting Durant on Tatum for 48 minutes. Uh, you're just not. And and then I guess it goes down to Bruce Brown or something like that against Tatum. And again, like, good luck with that. Tatum yeah. would have been my pick too. 
I'm I think this is a little sneaky. I'm going Jimmy Butler here. Wow. Okay. I'm going Jimmy Butler here because I think Atlanta wins this Cleveland game. And oh, if Atlanta oh, does like win it. the Cleveland game, yeah, that's good. that is just food. That is yeah. barbecue chicken for Jimmy Butler. Just all right, cool. You're gonna put Kevin Herter on me all day? Fine. Like you're I'm gonna get my I'm gonna just bully him in the post, or I'm gonna get Trey Young switched on me. Ditto. Any of these guys, I'm just gonna, oh, you wanna put some size on me? You wanna put Danilo Gallinari? Fine. Good luck with that, too. I'll blow right by him. Like, there's just not a guy on Atlanta that can guard Jimmy Butler. I just don't, I don't know who it's gonna be. And so, and, and Jimmy Butler's had success against them. He's coming into the postseason rested. Um, he's uh and and on on a run at the end of the regular season, he's been playing really well. I'm going Jim, I'm going Jimmy Butler here. I love the matchup. It's not bad. I'm gonna go Steph Curry. The Nuggets okay. defense has been not great, especially at guarding the perimeter. Yeah. Um, and Steph Curry obviously is there's if they have Clay Thompson and Poole and Wiggins and all the guys rolling. I mean, I don't know how you guard Steph Curry. You certainly don't guard him with Monte Morris and Will Barton and the guys that Denver has available mm. to him. So I think Steph Curry, if he's healthy, he would have been way higher, except we're not sure if he's yeah. healthy. But even on one leg, I think he has a good series. I did not have Steph on my board. And I didn't even have not watched the Nuggets defense. Well, <laughs> well no, I just don't know if he's going to play. Yeah. I mean, he still hasn't even, he, he's supposed to, well, we're recording this on a Thursday afternoon. If he scrimmages today, he'll probably play, but I don't know. I just like that injury, like, Everything that I was reading, I was just like, that doesn't, it just doesn't sound good. Like, it just, like, they're, it kind of feels like they're going to be rushing him back. And I don't like where that is. Um, so I just couldn't put him on my board because I just didn't know. But I, if I did have him, like, this is probably as low as he could go, right? In the, yeah. on, in this draft. But I just, I, it scared me. I have another warrior later, but we'll get to that. I'm going to go Luca now. I'm going Luca here. I had him lower, but it's so hard to pick. I know. Uh, I love the matchup against Utah. They're going to switch everything. I'm not one of these guys that say go bear that can't switch on the perimeter. He's actually pretty good at it. But if Luca is back and his calf is good, then um, I, I think that he's just, it's just going to be the Luca show. He's going to put up a bunch of points. And if Dallas wins, it's going to be because of him. So I'm going him. It's a good pick. It's a solid pick. Lucas, Luca, even more than Curry to me is a, an injury question mark. Cause I just think Curry, they've been playing it safe. He probably could have come yeah. back even sooner with Luca. I mean, I'm worried that I kind of want to go into my own logic there, I guess, but whatever. <laughs> Next guy for me, uh, this one is feast or famine. I either hit a, a bullseye or I really missed the board, and that's Draymond Green. Ah, you took my warrior. The ba the battle is going to be Jokic and Draymond. Like if Jokic yeah. can dominate that matchup to where I mean, we all know the Warriors are at their best when they can put Draymond at the five, and the Warriors, especially this year with Pool breaking out the way that he has, Wiggins at the four, Draymond at the five, that should wreck worlds. A lot of that comes down to Draymond. Can you handle Jokic long enough that you guys can play mm -hmm. those minutes? And if the answer is yes, this might be a very, very short series. If the answer is no, then it's going to get really interesting to see what else uh, Golden State has in their bag. But um, if it does work out, Draymond is going to be the MVP of that series. All right. That was my guy. Uh, yeah. Dang. I'm going Joel Embiid here. I mean, I got an MVP candidate still on the board. I know the Raptors series is kind of a tough draw there. Yeah. Uh, but they I think it's a tougher draw for Philly in general as a team than it is for Joel Embiid. I know that Toronto's yeah, got a bunch I of agree. size. I know it's Nick Nurse, but like who's guarding Joel Embiid? Like Ken Birch? Like I I don't know. Like <laughs> I, I think Joel Embiid's gonna put up like 36 and 14 every single night. I just don't know if Philly's gonna win the series. So I'll, I'll right. take Embiid here. I'll take Embiid here. I think it's smart. Um 
you know, Embiid, I, I agree with you that he's going to put up massive numbers. Toronto does the thing where they just play really long at all positions mm-hmm. and then swarm the ball and they'll double team and they're really clever. So I think he's going to have a great series. I don't know if it'll impact the wins. I, I'm, I'm picking Toronto in that series as we'll get to here in a little bit. Um, but it's a good pick. The next one I have on here is Jalen Brown. And again, oh. I'm, I'm playing directly into my theory that yeah. they are, they're just not going to be able to guard anybody. Yeah, you're so shorting. I'm, you're shorting the Brooklyn defense. That's I'm short. That's really what it all is. I'm just shorting <laughs> their defense. They Brooklyn might even win, but Brown and Tatum yeah. might end up putting up 30 points per game in that series. So, is this the last pick? No, you've got one more pick, and I got one more pick. Um, all right. I thought about going Devin Booker here, but I still don't know who Phoenix is playing. If it's yeah. the Clippers, yeah. I don't like they're gonna put Paul George on him. And I'm like, all right, yeah. that's that's a tough draw. I could go yeah. Chris Paul because it's Chris Paul and he's awesome. And I could just not overthink this. Um I this is my last pick, right? I'm I'm gonna overthink it. Yes. I'm I'm going Jordan Poole here. Oh my goodness. Wow, I did not know where you were gonna go with this one. Hey, it's a great, he's the X Factor for sure. He's the X Factor. We already talked about Denver's leaky perimeter defense. You're going to put all of your resources at guarding Steph if he's if he's there. That's that. I don't know who you put on Jordan Poole then. If you're putting your best options, which are not great, on Steph, then good luck guarding Jordan Poole. He's awesome. Uh, legit chance to win most improved this year. I would vote for him um, for most improved considering from where, where he came from last year, which was in the G League for a good portion of the season, to what he's been doing now. Uh, he's awesome. I've been all in on Jordan Poole basically since the Warriors drafted him. I always thought he was good. Now he's finally good. So I'm going Jordan Poole here. I like him in that first round matchup. Uh, it's a wild one, but you know what? It's a high risk, high reward pick there. I like yeah. it. Um, yeah. My last one, I'm, I am going to take Chris Paul. If it's yeah. the Pelicans, I think Booker would have been the smarter choice, uh, even with Herb Jones roaming around. But if it's the if it's the Clippers, I I'm so curious to see. Last year, Chris Paul to me was the MVP of that team. He was he was the engine. The playoffs really proved it out. This year, Devin Booker really has been the best player on that team, and he's yes. he's he's been phenomenal even when Chris Paul went out. But to me, when it comes to the playoffs, Chris Paul's going to have to be like he was last year, which is just the more impactful player. So I'm going to take him. The problem is, it's kind of funny. The problem is, I think all of the Suns got downgraded because that first round, we're all expecting it to be a kind of a laugher. And maybe nobody really shines. It's just an easy four Mm -hmm. or five game series. Yeah. Yeah. If I had one more pick, I might think Fred Van Vliet, especially at home in Toronto, if if Thibault can't be available for those games. Um, I just don't know who I want to play, but I don't have one more pick, so I'm not going to pick for him. Tybal coming in last in the draft. <laughs> he is. That's what happens when you're a part-time player. All right, coming up, which matchups and storylines are we most excited for in the first round? We'll get to that next. But first, today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is truly a standout among protein bars. With its exceptional nutritional profile and so many delicious flavors, Built Bar is the favorite protein bar of many discerning fitness trainers and fitness enthusiasts alike. All Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. They taste better than your current protein bar, and they are perfect for an after-workout snack or some needed energy throughout the day. Built Bars are low in calories and carbs. They're high in fiber. They are packed with protein. Just check out the macros. Most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to most protein bars. Built Bars are a clear winner. Plus, Built Bars come in great flavors such as mint brownie, raspberry, salted caramel, cookies and cream, and much more. They're all delicious, and new flavors are coming out all the time. And if you tried the Puffs, if you haven't, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best-tasting products. Puffs are the first-ever protein-infused marshmallow, 
They're fluffy. They're covered in 100% real chocolate. They come in churro, coconut marshmallow, and banana cream pie flavors. Here's our offer. Go to built.com, use the promo code LOCK15, and you're going to get 15% off on your order. Again, use the promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all of the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have a computer with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer, and they have everything you could need. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck, and then write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the car parts you will ever need. rockauto.com. All right. We did our teams. We did our players. Let's rank our top five series of the first round. We could just—we don't have to do a draft. We could just have a conversation here. Okay. I think the first one we kind of—you hinted at it earlier. I think it's going to be a lot of people's favorite first round, and that's Memphis, Minnesota. And this is—it's funny because this series is one that could be short. I mean, Memphis has been the better team definitively throughout the regular season, but there's bad blood. There's a little bit of trash talk leading up to it. Two very young, prideful teams, two great coach, great new coaches, and plenty of superstars. Like there's a lot of personalities in this one. So to me, I hope the series goes longer than I sort of anticipate. And I think there's a good chance that it does. And I think to me, it's the one I'm most excited about. I love the storylines here. First of all, just you're right. It could be, even if this is a four game sweep in favor of Memphis, that means I'm getting four games of Jaw versus Ant. And also, if it's four games, do you know how much trash is going to be talked in game four? Goodness. Uh, So, yeah, the trash talk factor. I also just love, like, kind of zooming out a little bit. Two young teams that have been way better than anybody thought this season, right? Minnesota getting into the playoffs, Memphis being just awesome. Um, And a win in this kind of series, like a playoff series win for a young team, that does so much when it comes to like the team yeah. building aspect, the building of the confidence, the going into next year and what's going to be an even tougher Western conference. When we talk about all the guys coming back from injury, uh, like who knows, right? Like a, a win like this could set the stage for a run in the future. You love to see these young teams be able to kind of get that series win. One of them is right. Probably right. Memphis, but one of them is, and that's going to be really cool. Um, yeah. What's the next one? I, I, I actually had Memphis and Minnesota number two on my board. Interesting. I number, went Boston, Brooklyn, number one on my. Wow, they were three to me. Um, we I'll, I'll just give my order here. You can kind of play yeah. off them. I'll go Philadelphia, Toronto was the next one for me, in part because this is a series I'm predicting an upset. Yeah. Um, I think Toronto is going to win this one. Yes, it's the part-time player factor a little bit. Yes, it's the Philadelphia doesn't exactly have like the they haven't exactly shown everybody their backbone, have they mm. this season? Like they've come up small in all of their big matchups, and then I just think Toronto. They have a great scheme against teams that like to score through the post. They are great at doubling. They are great at forcing the ball out of the guy in the post, in this case, Joel Embiid. So I just think that this is going to make them uncomfortable, and it's going to come down to how well can Harden carry the team uh, when it matters, when they really start (laughs) to take the ball out. I just do not have confidence in them to do that. Also, confidence in James Harden in the playoffs to carry a, a, a team? 
Another guy I don't have confidence in, Doc Rivers. You're talking about Nick Nurse, the top three or four coach in the NBA, and Doc Rivers, who might be, in my opinion, maybe the weakest playoff coach in the NBA. So I I like Toronto in this one. Yeah, even if Philadelphia gets a jump early in this series, Nick Nurse is the one you trust making the adjustments down the stretch, not Doc Rivers, right? Like that's And there's there's weird stuff happening in Philly. Like the vibes are bad. I'm with you. I'm not all that interested in this series as far as like (laughs) watching it. You're right. It's it's not going to be the prettiest. It's like if if it wasn't be, if I just didn't know that be, when push comes to shove that James Harden isn't going to be flopping his way to the free throw line for 40 straight minutes. Will like it work, I would though? be so down to watch this series. Do you think it'll work though? That's the thing. Will you be will you have fun watching him try and fail to flop his way to the foul line? Yes, but I don't think like the refs have been calling this stuff for him for 10 years now. I don't know. Like we'll it's see. like We'll see. Well, I hope not. I hope not. I'm with you on Toronto. Uh, that's a good upset pick. Uh, what's your next one? My next one is Boston, Brooklyn. Okay, there we go. First of all, I think Brooklyn is just so fun to watch. Like, yeah. I mean, they have ISO scoring, like you can't believe it. And they're going to be challenged against the, uh, the best defense in the NBA. I don't really think there's a lot of upset potential here personally. Um, but there's enough star power that I just think we're going to see some massive performances. Yeah, I, I'm going to go back to sort of my default stance this entire show. It's like, just don't overthink it. It's Kevin Durant, Kyrie <laughs> yeah. Irving, yeah, Jason, Jason Tatum, Tatum Jalen yeah. Brown. There's the Kyrie Boston thing that uh, Ooh, that's like, right. That's yes. kind of fun. Um, yeah. This could be also like quietly. If Boston wins this series, as so many people expect them to, that's sort of Jason Tatum being like, you know what? I'm here. I've arrived. Does this sort of set the stage for Tatum to just kind of own the playoffs or at least like the Eastern Conference side of it? If the Celtics end up going all the way to the finals, like this kind of could be if like Jason Tatum's finals. moment, right? If they go to the finals. I don't know. I just I like it as a stage setting thing for Jason Tatum. He's already taken a leap this year, right? Like getting MVP votes and things like that. So um, I don't know who stands to gain the most, honestly, from one round one. Um, so I don't I don't know if Tatum does that off of one round. But you're right. If they go make it to the finals, then yes, for sure, it's, it's it would be a coronation of sorts. Um, the next series for me is Denver Golden State, and I think yeah. all of the four we just mentioned are all going to be very good series and have compelling storylines. Um, there's just so many guys injured and so many questions around the series that I think it makes, it takes a little bit of the wind out of the sail, but they're two of them. I, in my personal opinion, Curry and Jokic are probably my first and second favorite players to watch in the NBA. And we get them yeah. both on, on, on the stage. So it should make for good basketball. That's what I have in my notes. Steph and Jokic. Like, that's it. Sign me yeah. up. I'll give me a bunch of games of that. Um, I, I really like the series too, from a coaching perspective, it's going to be a little bit of a tug of war, right? It's going to be, hey, can we space you out? Can we play yeah. fast? Can we dominate with the three ball? Where Denver's like, we'll let you, like, we'll let you try, but we're gonna, we're gonna bang in the post. We're gonna let Jokic eat things up. We're gonna, and both teams move the ball so well, but they just do it in such different ways. Right. Um, I, I just really love sort of the tug of war, stylistic kind of thing that could happen here, which is gonna basically determine who wins the series. For sure. I think those are the four good series. I think we have four yes. good and four not so good. So there's a giant gap for me here where they get to number five. And that's yeah. Dallas, Utah, which I hate to say it, like it might actually be a terrible series. I'm counting on Luca to be available in some capacity. And that's what would make it interesting. Um, but I'm also just not that interested in it. Well, the other thing that could make it interesting is if like Utah completely craters and loses in four or five games and then all the drama all the little leaky reporters and all that kind of stuff that come out of utah and then everybody comes out and and rudy gobert and donovan mitchell are like i don't know who's getting this stuff or whatever like i'm like like as far as like the media stuff and all the stories that like rumors and stuff like 
potential juiciness there for the Jazz. They, they don't have to lose in four. They could lose in quadruple overtime of game seven on a Hail Mary pass. And if they lose <laughs> in the first round, that team is blowing it up. Yep. And we're going to get all those stories coming out of it. Yeah, I'm with you. The only other one that I had, uh, just, you know, Phoenix and the Clippers, if the It'd if it is, ends up being the Clippers, yeah. that could be fun. I don't know that Phoenix even loses a game in that series, but they could. <laughs> like, but it's just, you know, whatever. Yeah. Be fun. I, that, they would be Two really good coaches. Too. You get New Orleans, though, and that series becomes a laugher. Um, so that's why it was tough. Miami, Atlanta, it could be interesting. Like, Trey Young scores a bunch of points. They're fun. He was huge in last year's playoffs. Nobody was really – not that many people were picking him to beat the, the Knicks, let alone the 76ers, and they got both. So maybe Trey yeah. Young's just a playoff performer and he goes off. But dead last, Milwaukee, Chicago. I think that's going to be an atrocious game to, a series to watch. An atrocious four games to, yes. uh, to watch with lots maybe. of garbage time. They could sweep them in three. I think they would. <laughs> if they just if they lap their points right, if they just do a straight like double of their points after three games, the NBA should have a rule. Just be like, you know what, we're done here. <laughs> Pack them up. All right, we're packing it up here. Remember to subscribe to new episodes of Locked On NBA wherever you listen to podcasts for thirty minutes of the NBA's top stories every day. You can find me over at Locked On Heat and Adam over at Locked On Nuggets. Two playoff teams. You're not going to want to miss all those episodes. Thank you for making Locked On NBA your first listen every day. Have a great weekend.